Yeah, baby. We're starting the podcast right now. We're back. You know what, dude? Live. Welcome, everybody, to the show. YKW. I started social media and podcasting. The YKW Dude Podcast. YKWD's back again. Old school, back in the day, where it all started. Before them all, YKWD's podcast is so fun and crazy. It has no rules. Shut up. You're ruining this. Where's the Bogdana, man? Sorry, it's a comedy podcast. This isn't NPR. That's what this podcast does. Is there any better show? This is the original. Original. Oh, shit. What's happening, everybody? We're back. Uh, YKWD is in full effect. And, uh, I'm excited to be back. I am back on the road. I just got back from Cleveland. Hilarities. Uh, packed out shows. They gave me so much fucking niceness there. I got gifts. Uh, Nick, the owner, such a sweet guy. Always loved Nick. Even when I wasn't working the club, I've, I've loved Nick. Great guy. And uh, gave me a baseball bat. A custom bat with the, the logo, YKWD logo. Um, uh, Bill Squire, who I've known for, Jesus Christ, almost 20 years. I've been working with him in Cleveland. Uh, he, he was on the show, and he gave me these beautiful tiles. I'll try to show you by the end of the show. I'll take pictures of them. Uh, YKWD logos, all this stuff. I don't know. Just a great weekend. My favorite hotel in the world. It's the first indoor mall of America, the Hyatt in downtown Cleveland. They play old music. It feels, I don't know, it's just fun. I love it. Great weekend, great time, fully off the diet, went ballistic, got ramen by myself, and then I went to dim sum. Uh, Sam, the manager at the club, uh, picked up the tab. What a sweet guy. We went to dim sum with around fucking six comics, and we ate our faces off. Kev. Uh, I want to mention from uh, comicwearables.com. He's got a new shirt up there. He's got squiggly, squiggly uh, face Robert Kelly, this beautiful new design. Of course, he's got the uh, YKWD shirts. And he's got the Calter and Kelly brand new logos up there. And we got the small little titty one too. So comicwearables.com. Go get all your merch over there. Get a shirt. Take a picture. You get some extra stuff with it. Uh, and some stickers, stick it around the place and uh, support the show and make sure you go to uh, also uh, patreon.com slash Robert Kelly. I want to thank all the new members. Jeez. First time in a long time. We haven't lost a ton of people at the uh, beginning of the month. The beginning of the month is like getting a divorce every month from a bunch of you fuckers, but you stayed on and I'm glad you did. Today's show is fucking I'm excited. This is one of my favorite guys uh, uh, to have on. I used to have him on YKWD all the time. Uh, uh, my pilot that I wrote uh, for FX with Jim Serpico and Tom Saletti, he was uh, in it. He was uh, one of the co-stars in it. My dream was to uh, get this picked up, make him an offer, and me and him would be on TV every week just eating our faces off and uh, doing comedy and having a good time. But that never got picked up, and now he's a big star. He was supposed to be on last night, but some internet problems happened at his house, and uh, I believe him. And here he is, Tim Dillon, everybody. Tim Bobby, Dillon. 
Thank you for yeah. having me. Uh, I you were in my pilot that never happened either. By the way, Tim, I I never sent you the pilot. Um, I I know I was supposed to. I, I'll I'll send it to you. I, I know you asked for it because I feel like you asked for it because you didn't believe me. No, I believe you. They're they're never gonna let us. No, listen. Of course I. But listen. Of course. Yeah. Here's why me and you will have to be in whatever pilot that each other do yes. is because we need another fat person on the set so <laughs> that when the network comes to us and we got to put Dan Soder in every scene, cause people want to see him naked. Uh, we need another person on set. That mean you could sit there cause what they'll do immediately with a show with me and you is take us out of six of the eight scenes and put Dan Soder in them. So we'll have yeah. a lot of downtime just yeah. sitting in the trailer asking yeah. to be on our own show. Buddy, I, I dude, the, the, the opening scene, uh, I am about to blow my brains out. It literally, it pans by uh, a bunch of photos on the wall when I used to be in shape when I first met my girl. And yeah. then it slowly transforms into this bald, fat fuck on a beach. <laughs> and then it's me with a gun in my mouth. And then you come to the door and you try to save my life. But I barricaded myself into so those only little peep. And the way you save my, the way you save my life is that the last second you threw a trick or treat Snickers bar in uh, through the hole in the door. And I was like, that, that was a hard to get now. And, and instead, they went with, instead they went with insecure with Issa Rae. So you never know <laughs> what's going to happen. They, they went with Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. They actually did go with Atlanta. <laughs> they went with uh, Atlanta. Hi, buddy. How are you? I'm doing good, man. And I, so disagree with you about everything you said. I love hilarities and I love Sam, but that hotel should be burnt down and oh. that city should be burnt down too. Oh my God. Fuck I'm sorry. You're so out of line. You're out of line. Man. I do like the pizza all, Who's like that Sith white privileged male sitting next to you? He's my producer. Hi, Bobby. Nice to meet you. <laughs> this been Hi, buddy. I yeah. love his parted to the side little Superman curl hair. You know what it is? The reason that this partnership, it looks good, is I'm the one that people want to fuck, and then he's funny. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you see how it works? Listen, man. I, I Let me tell you something about fucking Cleveland. And you're so wrong. I'm wrong because so I don't wrong. know. I don't know. And you're right. And I, I don't know. I haven't. I should go to better spots there. Dude, the hotel is, first of all, the first mall, indoor mall of America. It is cool, but it's haunted. It's creepy. It, it's <laughs> it's haunted. You're absolutely right. It is creepy. But it's, I love when they don't rip shit down. They just I, redo it. I yeah. like that shit. Because they don't, dude, when can you walk out of your room and see a, a fucking eagle, a steel eagle made by an American yes. steel factory over your fucking room. Every hotel looks the same. It is every. Cool. Yeah, it's they fucking beautiful. They're called the chocolate bar. And they have this place where you can go get like I'm sober, so I can't get a chocolate martini. But I do get a milkshake every night after the show and just drink it on the way back to the room. Uh, and they have that on the first floor of the Cleveland Arcade. Uh, but it's not bad. Cleveland's a, it's a great comedy town because people want to laugh over there because the last 50 years haven't been the best for Cleveland. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you. Fair to say. Uh, Cleveland's a weird town because it's 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 that fucking guy that 
American dude with American flag boots on. And then it's a guy with an orange hat halfway off the back of his head. Yeah. It's, It's like a cross between the hipsters and the fucking rednecks outside of town that drink Paps Blue Ribbon. You know what I mean? All these cities, we've been in Omaha and Kansas City and Cleveland, and they're all like, they all have that weird vibe of like COVID didn't did them no favors. That was like a tough thing to go through for cities like that. It was tough for New York and L.A. You can only imagine how tough it was for fucking Omaha, you know, like all the a lot of the businesses are shut down. And so you're you, you hope that when things open up, people can kind of go back to like earning money. They were cool ass little diners and little shops. And I'm like, yeah. none of these fucking things are open. And I hope some of them survived so that like the next time I'm here, I can go to these things because everything that's surviving is corporate. It's all chains. So it's like, yes, I have to go to Dairy Queen twice a day because they don't have any mom and pop shops for my second dose of ice cream. I look at ice cream like the vaccine. So for my second dose of ice cream, I have to go back to the same Dairy Queen, whereas I'd rather go to a mom and pop shop. Did you get yet? When you first, no, I didn't get the vaccine yet. I'm waiting. I have, I have gigs and I don't want to get a fever and not be able to fly. I agree. Because, uh, I, you know, I need money. Unlike, unlike a, most people in this business who yeah. have uh, $50 million a month on their fucking Patreon. <clears throat> uh, I don't, you know, my, my, my producer is in uh, San Antonio in his mom's house. Yeah. He's just sitting next to you with a fucking, a goddamn fluorescent sign. God, that's yeah. a beautiful sign. It's a nice, um, it's the, the, that's the most, that's the biggest expense we have is the fluorescent sign. What's good is it pings the rosacea on my face uh, very nicely <laughs> so that people at home can see a glowing red orb of flesh, which is what everyone pays for. Well, here's the thing though, is that everybody in this thing, correct me if I'm wrong, but it seemed like uh, rich comics or rich people were fine. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, you, and, and it sucked because they still were, uh, they still were putting themselves in the mix. Like right. they call me up and be like, Hey man, you know, we're all in the same boat and it's like, we're in the same storm, really not in the same boat. You know what I mean? I mean, you have, yeah. you have five boats, and well, they're all beautiful. People will tell you things like they go like, yeah, I just stopped production on a movie. It's like, yeah, well, that's we're having a very different conversation. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think a lot of and then there was all these comics who were like, no one should perform and fuck you if you're performing. And it's like, hey, man, fuck you. People got to earn a living. And not everybody has like all this money in terms of uh, people got to earn a living. And also like. If I'm allowed to perform somewhere, I'm going to go perform. Like if it's open to a percent, like I'm going to go yes. perform. Why am I going to tell the state that, that I know better than them? I don't know better than the state health department. So if they say we can open it at 50% or whatever, I'm going to go do it. Yeah. And, but uh, there's another thing too, though, is like, I don't understand that they have to wear their mask from the door to their seats and then they can take their mask off yeah. and have drinks and fucking uh, nachos while a fat guy spits in their mouth for fucking an hour and a half. I don't it, understand it. It's a crazy rule. It's one of these rules that don't make any sense. I can't wait till like two or three years from now when like the articles start coming out. We're like, yeah, none of that made any difference. That's coming out soon. Like, you know, like, yeah, that six feet didn't matter. The mask didn't matter. Uh, all the bullshit, like it's going to come out eventually that like none of that had any 
because I know people and I believe them who've literally been in their homes and somehow got this from a fucking takeout delivery thing. And then I know people that have been out like, you know, having uh, threesomes everywhere and they haven't gotten it. So <laughs> it, my mother was in a nursing home and sadly has not died of this. We're all shocked. She's 300 pounds and asthmatic. We, I'm, I'm calling <laughs> Cuomo myself. I'm like, can you choke her out? Uh, but her. Wait, roommate, wait. Yeah. <laughs> you don't get along with your mom. I get along with her, but it's enough already. You know, we thought this was a nice, easy out for the family. Truly, we all call each other and go, is it the day? No funeral. How nice would this be? No funeral? <laughs> Nothing. Nobody has to see each other. Just put her down the chute. <laughs> and, we, and, she's, and she's a cunt. You know, the last time I saw my mother, she looked at me and she said this. She goes, you're too fat to be on TV consistently. I'm like, she said to me once, she goes, if you lose weight, someone may give you money to fix your teeth. This is the thing that come out of her mouth. So no one's no one's sad if she you were talking to fucking Norton of Voss. Yeah, it, it could have been. But she um she she survived. Her roommate died and she was oh she never got it. So there might be someone has a roommate? But yeah, she's in a nursing home. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. So you can't she, you can't hook her up with her own room. I mean, you're making a little money, Tim. You might want to get her one of the corner I'm rooms. Waste a room on her? What's she doing? <laughs> Laying? She can watch Tucker Carlson with a roommate, which is what she does. <laughs> Tucker Carlson. That's fucking funny. I uh let me ask you a question though. You're part of this whole fucking movement going to uh first of all, I miss you in New York. Just, uh, yeah. Yeah, you haven't been around. You're you're all over the fucking place now. Uh, you used to come in all the time, hang out. Now yeah. you're all over the goddamn place. I've always said this. You're one of the guys that does the internet correctly. Could you tell your producer to fucking not yawn during my speech? Yeah, he, um, said, he does it during the show, and I want to smack him in his pretty face. I mean, he's just adorable, but what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, I mean. I mean, literally in the middle he's of the fucking bored. thing. No, he's bored. All the time, he's bored. You know? Good-looking people get bored, Bobby. They don't have to do anything. He just sits there and giggles in a cafe, and everyone wants to fuck him. I got to show up and start talking about my accomplishments and talking about red eye. I got to get out a resume. I got to tell people I was on CISO. What's your fucking deal, season two? So, um, yeah, so you, you're the guy who's always done the fucking internet right. You seem to have no... You have no connection. You don't. You don't seem to get your feelings hurt. No. Now, is it because you don't look at the comments? You don't care about the comments. I, I don't, don't understand care. it. I, the internet is brutal. It's actually more brutal than live standup, because people and now live standup obviously is is you know a brutal thing too. But people in a live like how many hecklers you get a show? A couple, maybe, maybe, and that's rare. Like. But everyone on the internet is a heckler, and everybody will say the worst shit to you. Uh, and people in in real life would never say to you what they will say to you on the internet. So if you put out anything, uh, people will rip you up for what you look like. If it's funny or not, you're a sellout. You suck. Whatever, whatever they can say to you. I just got numb to it, and I just try to put out shit that's funny and like we don't care. You know what are you going to say? You're going to. I mean, there's a guy that after every podcast writes the word fat. You know, and I respect. His dedication to it. He's done it for a year. He just writes fat after every I, I have a guy that signs up on Instagram under a different, it's the same guy because he writes the same thing. And yeah. he signs up after a different name. Every time I block him, he'll go, 
get a yeah. whole new thing. He has to follow around a hundred and something people. And then he'll say the same shit to me yeah. just to let me know. It's a, the same guy, just a different name. Yeah. And he does it around two times a month. And I so do respect it, just, it. It's funny. It's just brutal, but that's where it's, it, everything is there now. You know, the, 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 everything is on the internet and it's like, I don't want to be on a show. I don't want to have, uh, somebody come and say, Hey, remember this tweet from t- two years ago or two days ago? Uh, we're worried that, you know, and that's what's happening. Everyone I know that's in that part of the business, they're just, the meetings are more and more frequent and they're worried about their tweets and they're worried about things they say on podcasts. And I just, that's so boring to me. I'd rather just be able to say kind of what I want. It's done. I mean, you can't, yeah, yeah. Th- to be uh, Roseanne famous, yeah. Romano famous, Seinfeld famous is done. Yeah. If you've had a podcast for over a fucking week. Correct. Right. Yeah. And, and so to me, I'm like, I'm here in Austin. Joe's here. Uh, he's opening a club. Uh, he's opening I, a theater. Theater. Yeah. He's going to do it big. And uh, I'm pumped to uh, just be in a new city for a little bit. You know, I don't think I'll be here for the rest of my life, but like, I like the idea of coming out of the pandemic and being somewhere new. I'm not in LA. I don't want to go back to New York. So I'm like, I like being somewhere new. I mean, they wiped LA out. They wiped it out. I mean, they wiped cancel culture fucking went in and wiped it out. Wiped it out. Wiped it out. I mean, they they were, that was the biggest, I mean, I was part of the Opie and Anthony tough crowd thing that was big back then, but you couldn't monetize it. There was you, 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 you got paid what fucking 500 bucks for tough crowd. Opie and Anthony, we all went in for nothing. We did tours and it spiked your ticket sales and stuff like that. But you know, to have your own podcast at that time when those guys blew up, I mean, it was, it was crazy. Yeah. There and was they went in and, and they went in and fucking took them all out. Well, it, 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 unfortunately, what I think happened was the business of comedy is no longer for people like us. It's just not going to ever happen again. Like for people like us that want to be funny, that are not interested in making a social point. I'm not interested in trying to get people to cry and, you know. I'm not trying to help you. I'm trying to fucking make you laugh. I'm not trying to save your life. I'm not trying to like talk about, I'm not trying to work you through trauma that you went through with your mother. I'm, we're just trying to make you laugh. And if that helps you with those other areas, great. It's not for us anymore. It's for people that want to make uh, a point. And I don't know how long that'll last, but as of right now, that's what it is. And I don't really want to, if I make points being funny, great. Who cares if not? Uh, and then that LA scene was a, a strong scene of podcasters. But then what happened was the pandemic happened and everybody realized we don't have to be in LA. We don't have to be anywhere. We could just do shit on the internet and go perform when we want for our fans. And then, you know, when LA and New York open up, we'll all go back. I'll go back to New York and I'll do spots and stuff. But like, I think the whole pandemic has, and I think some people learned something from it and other people didn't learn something from it. But I think if, if you, you should have had a long time to think about what you want. And like, I thought about what I want. I'm like, I never want to have to go and sit down in a meeting with somebody who is a 25 year old kid who is going to look at me and make me apologize or explain things I said that are clearly meant to be funny. I'm like, I don't want to do that again. So I just want to like be goofy online, be stupid, put on wigs, say crazy shit, podcast eat barbecue and fucking, you know, whatever. And 
Eventually, I'm going to say something wrong about one of these tech guys, and they're going to blow up my fucking car, <laughs> and then that's it. But I don't need to. I'm not going to live forever anyway, so how glorious will it be when they blow up my car because I insulted fucking, I called Mark Zuckerberg non-binary or whatever I've done, you know? It's weird, though. It's like, it's, uh, can I be honest with you? Yes. Because I'm from, I'm kind of from both generations of, you know, the development deal, the holding yeah. deal, the network TV uh, kind of touching you and, yeah. you know, the, the comedy central and you get a thing and you go here yeah. and you become big. And, and then, you know, now, and then of course, of this generation of the podcast and the Patreon and kind of doing it yourself. And it's hard to let go of yeah. that dream of, you know, writing your own show, <clears throat> getting it on TV and presenting to the fucking world your I would love I would love it. Story. I've never said that I don't like I would love that. <laughs> like I like right. man, I hey like I'm into like I love it. I'm working on writing a script with Colin right now to, to Colin, do Colin Kane? Colin Quinn. I know. I'm kidding. Colin, okay. uh, Colin. I would love to see you. You and Colin Kane would be fantastic. Yeah, that's together. a great mix. Oh, that's a cop team right there. Wouldn't that be a great cop movie? Yeah. <laughs> well, we're gonna do, but again, it's like, I want all, listen, all that shit sounds great. I'm not one of these people that are like, fuck movies and fuck that. No, I'd love to do a show on HBO or Netflix. Hey, let me know. I'm here. Like, I just, I look around and I go, Oh, that's not going to happen. And then I look at what people are apologizing for, and it's things that I've said worse this morning <laughs> publicly. Like, oh, do I, people are saying, like, I, I just want to apologize uh, for what I, I was very insensitive uh, when I, uh, you know, like they didn't even say anything. They're like, as a white person, I just spoke. And even though I didn't say anything offensive, just speaking was the pro and I'm like, yeah, I so I just I look at SNL. It's like it's all like going away that I can't. I'm not. That's just not going to ever happen for me. Well, it's like Jay Leno fucking apologized for jokes that were approved by uh, uh, standards and practices. I mean, it was approved people by the liked Jay. Yeah. Asian people liked them. Now you're saying they're racist like they enjoyed the joke. Here's my question. If I make a joke about Asian people and they love it. Are they also right? Like, are they part of the problem? Like we're taking the enjoyment away from the people that enjoy the jokes. Right. And, like there's race, racial jokes have been around forever. And now all of a sudden uh, they're a huge problem, but my cousin's a mover and he works with a lot of Hispanic guys and they just bust each other's balls. People that work shitty jobs know that you make jokes to make it better. And a lot of those jokes are racial jokes because it's easy and cheap and it's funny. And that's how we, like right. that's how people bond. I don't, this whole idea that this is a problem is like, I just don't want to even be part of this generation. I'm just, I, I don't even understand what's happening. Yeah. But like, let me ask you a question. First question. Am I in the pilot with you and Colin? Am I written in there somewhere? Is there a part? You're going to be in the movie. Yeah. It's a, I mean, it's a movie. It's a, it's a feature right. and you're, you're a hundred percent. Cause it's about long Island and it's about monsters. <laughs> I mean, who do you oh, think? What, who do you think I'm gonna? To, who do you think I'm gonna get to play my family, John Mulaney? <laughs> uh, I, uh, yeah, dude, I don't fucking, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, man. I bought a, I bought land in New Hampshire, and I bought a tiny home Smart. just in case, just That's in case awesome. I get a hot one. Because I was talking to Keith, 
I was like, dude, we're we're done. We're done. When all this cancel shit happened, I was like, we're done. We were, I was talking to Voss. I mean, dude, we've said so much stupid shit. We and all then we, but then we realized that we're not famous enough, so we're safe. Yeah. Um, it, <laughs> we're like, oh yeah, no. Well, that's yeah, it. You don't want here's famous. the thing. Nobody wants to be fake. Like like the people that want to be famous, God help you. Like I, the- I gotta disagree with you, dude. Yeah. I, I you're right, but being famous, I've been a little famous in my career and there's nothing that makes you, I mean, the fucking way you get treated, the first class, the, the limos, the people that fucking are up your ass. Email Chris D'Elia, ask him how that's going. Email Chris (laughs) D'Elia, ask him how the fame's going. Now email, and then I email, uh, who's the other guy who's on TV? Brian Brian Cowan. Send Brian Cowan an email, ask him how the fame is. I forget. I forget how it's treating them. Uh, I get, listen, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Good. Listen, valid what I'm saying. I know they take it away. It fucking yeah. kills me. But yeah. it, it, it I, uh, I want to be famous too. Listen, I get everything you're saying, and I totally understand. It's like, but you, you know, at the end of the day, it's like if you get really big, yeah. it, you're just a target, and it doesn't have to be something big. Like those guys are accused right. of some fucked up shit, but. You know, there's no like we haven't seen evidence. Like, you know, there's no evidence out there. There's just a text. It's like no one cares about evidence. But like David Dobrik, who is the biggest online dude, he was like the king of YouTube. They just right. took all his sponsorship and all his money away. Yeah. And it's just like so when you get to be the top, it's they're coming, and it doesn't have to. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter what you did. They'll just well, they find took one of those YouTubers because uh, a 17 year old girl wanted a little kiss like that yeah. and he gave her a kiss because she was a fan and yeah. then they took him out for uh sexual misconduct with the minor yeah i mean listen it, if you get that super big like that you're just a target on your back well well thank god i'll never have to worry about that yeah i I'm, think I'm we're gonna, 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 okay. gonna shed i'm gonna shed okay. i gotta go shut the door real quick too a fucking bug just flew in hang on <laughs> this is where i'm at Right now. <laughs> yeah, I don't have a twink that can shut the door for me. Well, these days, he's paid a lot of money, this guy. Listen, I'm I'll fu- listen, if he ever bails out, I'll fucking sit right there. Yeah. I know technology. I'll put a wig on. I'll get a wig I'll get a wig and a fucking shirt that doesn't fit too. You want me to do that? <laughs> um, so you're moving to Austin. Now listen, this fucking whole Joe Rogan is yeah. literally who is that? Keep going. Uh, he's a guy. He did uh, UFC for a while. He was yeah. uh, from Boston originally, Taekwondo fair champ. Fair factor. Yeah. Yeah, Fair Factor. But he did yeah. uh, news radio before Fair Factor. Okay. He was on a hit, literally on a hit. Look at me. If there's any career I'd ever want, it's Joe it's Rogan. Career. It's every genre. And, I like, mean, every not, not even the, the thing. Yeah. Not the career. The, the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, the wife, the kids. Yeah, it's beautiful. Oh, I'd, lo- I'd love to make a decision. Just to walk yeah. into a store and go, I don't want that, and that I want that. I can't even make a decision in my life. Yeah. Never yeah. mind fucking learning how to uh, hunt an elk. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's just, he's probably the, I mean, he's probably the, you know, the prototype of what a, uh, uh, you, uh, every man kind of wants to be, right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, he's got an amazing life and he's, his work ethic is like the craziest thing I've ever seen. I mean, it's like absurd. I mean, but now he's taken. Everybody is moving to. I mean, everybody is moving to Austin. Well, from LA, a lot. Yeah, from LA, a lot of people are coming. Segura's coming. 
I'm here. Tony Hinchcliffe here. Uh, Red Band, who started the podcast with Joe years ago, is here. Um, Giannis, is, I think, is going. Giannis is thinking about it pretty seriously. Um, it seems like a cool place. Um, it seems to be a place where if you are expecting it to be New York, you're not going to be happy. But if you understand that it's not New York, I live 30 right. minutes outside of Austin in the in the hill country, which is nice. And I don't want to live in the city of Austin because I'm going to be a cunt and go, it's not New York. It's not me. Yeah. But instead, I live out in the country, which is nice. And like, hey, man, I go on the road and, and I and I, I do, uh, you know, I can kind of work from anywhere. And you save 13 percent in personal income tax not being in California. There's no state yeah, but also the vibe is fucking got to be 100% better. And yeah. they took that star uh, general manager from the comedy store is actually going to be working the club. It's going to be a great club. He'll, he will absolutely kill it with that club. The club's going to be really, really good. And um, I have no doubt that it's going to be one of the best in the country. I mean, he does not um, bullshit. So when he says he's going to do all this stuff, he's going to do it. Now, this is fucking Adam Egget. Uh, who, I mean, I feel bad for the comedy store. Yeah, I mean, they'll figure it out. They got Burr and they got Whitney and they got some people and they'll they'll figure it out. And they got Bobby. Lee. You, you named two people. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Right, we got three people. You got three. They got three people. They'll be um, all right. You know, they'll be okay. I don't know what. Here's the deal: When is international travel allowed back? Because that's the big thing. You know better than anyone. New York and LA clubs, a lot of them are international. You know, tourists. So those yeah. cities need tourists. So when do they get to come back? I think when they get to come back, it becomes a big thing. The sellers back. They're doing uh, five shows. They got. They right. turn the olive tree into a comedy club. Yeah. The Pussycat Bar is a comedy club. The Lounge, the Village Underground, of course, the Cellars. There's five clubs now. That are running. Uh, at, I believe something Stand, half capacity. Stand is back. I see the photos. Stand is back. But you're right, though. It, New York is the world. Right. Um, that's why the cellar was smoking. And when it does open up, how long is it going to take for those people to come back and take a flight to go to New York and New York's not the same fucking New York anymore. No, there's a lot of problems over there. So there's a lot of stabbings, shootings, shittings, yeah. shittings, people shitting. are shitting. Again. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. One of my favorite parts of the city is that they stop shitting in between cars. Cities suck, dude. Every city is just tense. It's gross. Austin's the same thing. You got to get out and being in the suburbs, I think is the move right now because every city has been mismanaged so criminally that you have these tent cities and you have nobody got any help during the pandemic. Nobody got any like, you know, so you have like all of these restaurants and bars that were shut down. People lost their jobs. People with drug and alcohol addictions went back to those. Uh, you have people that said, let's give take all the money away from the cops so they can drive around on bicycles. Uh, and that's a good idea. Um, and, you know, you have people in New York going, let's take in Minnesota after the George Floyd thing, which was very tragic. But they took all the money from the cops. What happened? 
There's a massive spike in shootings, massive spike in gang violence and criminal activity. That's what happens if you have no cops. So those are going to be uh, the cities unless people realize that you cannot have a city without any law enforcement uh, and you can't have a city where people are just shitting on the street and doing fentanyl in a tent. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. To, I know, but burst everyone's bubble. Uh, I know that these childless freaks who are on Twitter all the time don't worry about walking their child past somebody ODing on fentanyl, but you've got a beautiful family and lots of people out there have families and they just yeah. don't want to walk their kids through. And my kid has been, my kid's been in New York uh, two times in, the, in the, uh, the last year. Right. And both, both times, the first time it was like fucking uh, apocalypto. It yeah. was apoc apocalypse. I mean, people were homeless people were walking up to me and him uh, asking me for money. They, one of the homeless guys asked him for money. Well, that He's was seven. That was Luis Gomez. But the uh, Luis J. Gomez asked him. It was a subscription. He said, well, you subscribe to Gas Digital. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but that's crazy how fucking nuts it is that they're asking a seven-year-old for money. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy, though, but I got to... You know, I got I'm I'm walking down the street. I have a, a brass knuckles in my hand. Yeah. I might go to jail. I'm going to have right. to fight somebody in New York when a year and a half ago uh you could walk around anywhere. It was beautiful. Yeah. It was fucking beautiful. You go on the subway with Max. I remember a year ago me me Don and Max went on the subway a year and a half ago and it was it was insane. You go to the park. I let him run around the park with fucking kids from all over the world that look like a Benetton ad. Uh, him hanging out with all these kids. Yeah. You know, it's not going to get better until sadly people realize that the mayor of the city is a goon. Yeah, but they realize that he's a fucking moron. If not enough of them, they won't vote him out. You got to get rid of him. And then the next yeah. one could be worse. Mm. That's the other well, problem. The next one could be worse. So let me ask you another question. Yeah. Now you're out there by yourself in this big house. Yes. Is this guy living with you? No, he has. He lives with his wife, like fifteen minutes away. So, is are you? What's your name again? Ben. <laughs> my name's Ben, Bobby. It's very, it's very charismatic. Yeah. He's, he's why is he talking to me like he's he's fucking uh, he, he's a, a mafia guy getting fucking grilled by the Senate? Ben, ben. edits so all the videos we do online. Ben edits all of those. So Ben's a pretty I mean, he's fucking great. Great videos, Ben. But yeah. Ben, uh, are you from Austin? No, no, no. I'm from Texas, though. I was born in Lubbock. My dad was a basketball coach. I moved all over. But I never lived in Austin. This was never my scene. So are you moving with Tim? Are you yeah, going I, with Tim? Yeah, I, moved, I moved like a month ago. We're in Austin now. So you, you and your family, you picked up your family and left to go with Tim. That's correct. Yes. So you're getting some bucks, huh? <laughs> He does well, yeah. Yeah, I'm, look I'm at doing me, well, Bobby. Look at me, Tim. Don't look at him. Stay with me. <laughs> so, so, I mean, my producer right now is shitting his pants. He's like, I, what, what am I doing? I couldn't move him in the shed. Yeah, I, awesome. I can't afford to move Mush into my shed. I feel bad. Mush, we're getting there, buddy. We're going to get there. I swear to God, Mush. Your producer wants Mush. to ask Tim for feature work. <laughs> yeah, my, <laughs> did you hear that? Moose just fucking snuck in. He wants to, he want, wants to open for you. Is that possible? Uh, everybody, Mush, there's only one fat guy on this ticket, and it's Tim. Uh, I mean, we can't, you know. The audience can only handle so much. 
<laughs> ben, are you are you a uh, are you a stand up too? I'm not. No. Ooh, that's the ticket. That's that when you know you're successful. Yeah. I like right? a guy that goes. Nah, he likes to golf, and he has a wife, and he's a human being. Yeah. Well, yeah, at five o'clock, he has nothing to do. He's just going home. Yeah. He's at your beck and call. Did you have a, Did you have to make a special trip today, Ben, to do this show? No, I mean, me and Tim work pretty much every day together out here at the house. We're always working on something. Where did you meet this fucking square? I like this guy. Where'd you oh, meet he's, him? No, he's a legit, legit. I mean, we had lunch the other day with a guy who was like a billionaire. And, uh, you know, this Ben looks like one of these tech guys in Austin. You know, I look like I own a bar in uh, Worcester, Massachusetts. Yeah. Yeah. And Ben looks like one of these guys who could have started Uber. So he yeah. looked exactly like these fucks. They all look exactly like him. They have wiry glasses and they have no expression on their face. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. They have the, an emotion of like raised by wolves. That's exactly uh, right. And they're taking over the world and they're going to destroy all of us. So we just better. <laughs> what happened to the fucking cool guys? Though? No, nah, ben, no offense. No offense. But cool guys used to run the fucking world. They're, they're, Rock and roll. they're retards. That's the problem. Cool guys are retarded. And the problem is we, you know, the cool people just didn't keep up. Well, what the fuck happened? The I mean, over the nerds took over. The nerds took over everything. I mean, even like you know, I mean, writers finally figured out that why am I writing for this fuck? Right. Let me just write for myself. I mean, look at all the look at all the movies. Yeah. Like uh, back in the day, cool Murphy, have one waiting. What'd you say? Uh, speaking of cool guys, we do have one waiting. Oh, we have. I have a special guest. I thought you might miss excited. New York. So. Second. Hey. hey. <laughs> How's it going? What's up, that? buddy? Lubbock, Texas, home of Buddy Holly. Lubbock, right. Texas. Yeah. I caught I caught the clap in Lubbock, Texas. <laughs> <on the stripper. laughs> I, I, I was I was working a, a place called the Good Humor Bar with Bill Hicks and this guy, Danny Brown from Texas. And we went to a strip club. I picked up a stripper and uh, the next uh, three days later, I'm pissing green fucking uh, shit out of my fucking small unit. Anyhow, how's it? Huh? The, the clap is chlamydia, right? I don't. The clap is something Bobby never hears when he performs. Uh, <laughs> how you doing, Tim? Good to see you. Good. What's up, man? How's Bonnie? How's the family? Everything. I feel, I, I feel like Tim. I, I swear to God, this you really fucking an asshole. You come in here, you fucking huck me under the bus. Tim's not doing. I mean, he's not doing anything for you. It's I not happening. First of all, no. Listen. And I'll use an old reference. Michael Eisner couldn't help my career if he was still in the business. All right. What the fuck? Help my career? I'm in my senior years. I'm going to be 64. I, I, listen to me. Listen to me. Okay. If I sell two CDs a month, I'm doing well. Fucking you, sell, you sell CDs? No, I don't sell CDs. But if I still sold them, two, two would put this me over the top. This is how old Rich is. He got the clap. That's like yeah. that's yeah. like Vietnam War fucking sex disease. Yeah, yeah. You used to, we used to go in the clinic and go, "Yo, man, you're here again." Uh, you know, you you'd see fucking the same faces, just depressing, whatever. But uh, everything's great. Bonnie, uh, Bonnie created a, a TV show, 
and uh, wrote a TV show for Jessica Curson. You know, Bonnie created the whole thing. Yeah. Right. The whole thing. I mean, it's based on Jessica's life, but, you know, it's Bonnie's creation. And it's, it's great. What are, you, what, are you, what are you doing right now? Why? Well, nobody asked he you. Just asked how Bonnie's doing. He asked you how. Oh, you asked how Bonnie's doing. I'm sorry. I, I, let me ask you a I question. Can I play Jessica Kirsten in this show? Well, you got nicer tits. <laughs> yeah, I do. Uh, <laughs> can I, yeah, I love Jessica, but the voice is a little grating. So I'd like to step in and play. That's coming from Tim. Yeah, it's coming from me. Uh, God, the last time I saw you, we were downstairs at the stand. Dude, before the then, world fell apart. Uh, it's fucking, it's so horrific. I heard, you know, I was in the... Uh, waiting room when you're talking about these cities, but it doesn't it, listen. There's so much. Okay. Both, both political parties have been hijacked by extremists. True. So right, right, listen, listen. What, 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 let me finish this with Tim. Okay. Two intelligent people speaking. Okay. Go, Suck go your fucking, your cigar, you fucking low budget grouch on marks. So what I'm it trying to do, it was too, it was very too worried. Worried. Very so Tom, Tom McLaughlin has have Tom punch up your fucking jokes towards me. Okay. Who's Tom McLaughlin? The guy in the chat has been trashing me the whole time. Someone's <laughs> trashing you in, in the chat. Yeah. Hey, Mush, put that guy in jail. Fuck him. Goodbye. Fuck you, Tom. Suck Bennett. a dick. Thanks Is for the that your old ego in the chat? Tom McLaughlin, <laughs> Ben? Oh, comments over here. That's what Ben's what was it? By Tom McLaughlin. Why does Why does Tim Dillon look like he has a young Jason Steinberg working his board? He's because I this is my uh my producer. Is it yeah? Does he do all the editing and stuff on your videos? All the editing on the videos. That's amazing. He's really That's good true. at it. I don't know anything about any of that. I just yell yeah. in a corner and he makes it funny. It's true. He just gives me a cigarette and lets me scream and then edits out the N-word. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, it's, it's, I mean that's you know and 10 years ago we wouldn't even had to edit that one out but we yeah. do have to edit it out now now you do now we do you have to edit so much shit out mush was telling me that in on youtube you can't say cunt uh you can't there's like five things you can't say in the first 15 minutes or they demonetize you automatically. Yeah, we lose. Uh, we haven't been fully monetized in about a month. Oh, now. yeah. No, my face gets demonetized. They look at my face and go, something racist is about to come out of that slash. I, it, 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 you know what? It's so great uh, when you're on stage as like in my position because okay. you, you can't hurt me anymore than I've been hurt. Like there's right. nothing you could take away. You know what I mean? And, and Billy, I guess it's Billy, but once or, or any, even Bonnie says it, once you apologize, so, that's when you're fucked. That's exactly right. Because they don't you want know. the apology. They just want blood. Yes. And you give them that. It's like, I was talking to Noam about this. Me and Noam were talking and, and we're emailing and it was just like, it, that's the turning point is when you just go, hey, I'm really sorry. People go, yeah, you see, you see, yeah. you knew. And then it's like, then it's just a floodgate open. So I just don't, no one ever asked for my apology, but yeah. but I think you just got to say, uh, you know, uh, it's, yeah, it's a joke. Get over it. That's you know, gotta go get over it. That's what's, hey, great uh, about, what's great about you and Bobby, semi me. I mean, Bobby creates his own opportunities. Everything Bobby does, he creates. Everything you do, you create. Yeah, you know, pretty much everything I do, I create. So when you create your own opportunities, no one can really 
yeah. hurt hurt you. By the way, I'd love other opportunities, but no one wants to. <laughs> I love we were talking about that is that you can't. No one wants to create like, an opportunity for me. I thought the <laughs> funny guy was going to have a good career. Like, I thought you could plug me into a shit. Like, I'm the guy at the fire station who who can't fit down a pole or. You know what I? You know I, I. You give me a fat wife, and and Nebraska watches us every Wednesday. But apparently, that's not the game. Why and don't you do uh, John Mulaney skip around with children? Anyway, why don't you? I why don't you make a movie like the John Panette story or something? Uh, <laughs> the last scene where he's on the plane when he was told not to fly, and then he stands up after a seven-hour flight, and that's it. That's literally what happened. I knew his opener, who's now, you know, eating his own shoes. Get uh, <laughs> get Bonnie. She could, she'll write a movie or a TV show around you, and I promise you it'll be good. Well, just, oh just, God, will you just stop trying to fucking plug yourself into Tim's fame? Here's I'm not to it. Listen to me. I'm, trying to stop. No, I'm getting fucking sick of your ass kissing, boss. You come in here, and you immediately start sucking Dylan's asshole. Didn't I just you're say nice things about you? Listen, you're not getting an invite to Austin. To me. Joe doesn't to want me. you there. If I was it's not you, happening, even the, fucking, even the fucking producer doesn't you like you. It's not happening. Okay? Let me tell you something. not happening. going to move to North Carolina, and I'm going to follow him. All right. Yeah, well, go fuck yourself. Yeah, I'm gonna fuck follow. You. I'm I'm. You know what? I'm gonna follow Schultz wherever he goes. Yeah. You can. He's in Miami. Him. Go to Miami. You'll fit right in at the retirement <laughs> home. All right. You, you can't go to the beach because you'll get harpooned. I'll go. You, uh, <laughs> really? You just go right to the fat joke. No, you fucking. I, was being nice I hope you fucking I internet nice stops you. I you are not. I you coming? Your own I, stuff. I'm sick. Of you kissing Tim's ass. Kiss it's not going to happen. Kiss your if Tim's ass. taking anybody, he's taking me. Okay? Listen, listen, tell Bonnie she doesn't have to write anything new. Me and Jessica Kirsten have had the same life. <laughs> yes. and, and, really and if, if Tim takes you, Bobby, you're going to have to fucking fly cargo, both of you. It, First really of all, I'll, I'll, I'll have a daughter with a heart problem. It doesn't oh, matter. Jesus, Jesus I'm just no, there's something wrong with that. Well, I didn't do it. I didn't give the kid a heart problem. I'm wow. saying him. Any this kid I what? have will have a yeah. medical issue. Any kid I have will have a medical issue. Let's be honest. Whatever comes out of anything, it'll be a but diabetes or I don't know, but it's going to be a problem. Certainly a couple of rashes. <laughs> I didn't kiss his, I don't kiss ass. That's my problem in this business. That's not your problem. You it do is. kiss ass. Never. You know, you oh, Tim, let me tell you something. Hey, Voss is the fucking worst. He's just when being nice, Bobby. Somebody, somebody who's got a little heat, he fucking wants to latch. And now Are it's at the point where he knows that. I don't really have any heat. There's no heat. Let me he tries to latch his wife onto that person. You're right. I'm going to send Bonnie over. I want to play golf. Let fucking Bonnie do the writing. I oh, do hey. love Bonnie. I tell you, Bonnie is one of the top three things I miss about New York. Uh, the baked uh, salmon, whitefish, salad, and sables. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and uh, the uh, chicken parma, quality Italian, and then Bonnie, because I really did miss Bonnie. Those are the top. Where's the, chi where's the chicken parma place again? Quality Italian, fifty-seven and six. It's the one that's shaped like a pizza. Oh my god, <laughs> that, that's the one thing. First of all, boss, if Tim ever did take one of us, he's gonna take me because we can have lunch at least and enjoy us. <laughs> all right. Yeah. What are you gonna have a salad and take a walk? Shut up. You have the heat of an igloo. First of all, I fucking don't fail on stage, all right? I fail? 
I know, but I'm a no fail act. You, I'm, I'm never fail. I'm never vocabulary. I've seen uh, you fail on our fucking tour. Never once. One time. No, I had some lady walk out because I offended uh, her. You were racist. I wasn't racist. You were racist. You did 10 minutes of racist jokes. No, I didn't. I said my daughter lives is married a black guy, so I heard through the family. That's what I said. <laughs> Dude, that's so funny. That's so funny. And now it's like if you say that, they'll try to make you into like a, a, a mass murderer. If you say that joke, it's a hilarious joke. No, but the black people let the other night on black people love you. Listen, the other night I said I went to a BLM march. Yeah. I go, I went to sell wings, but the black people fucking the white people are the ones that fucking ruin it for everybody. And it's, it's white women. It's white women. <laughs> it is white women. That is a good point. They white, what I was saying this a couple of weeks ago when I got shit is I was saying that white women are the, the hecklers. They're the ones that usually are yelling shit out or talking or on their phone during a show. I said 95% of the people that cause trouble at comedy shows is usually some white chick, whether it be a, a young hot chick or a... Uh, a fucking middle-aged chick yeah. who got divorced and you know got has some issues with men. It's never a black dude. It's very rarely a guy, and it's never yeah. ugly people. When I do my show at the Pussycat back a year and a half ago, I did a Tuesday show every uh, week. I told the uh, the people, the managers, no, everybody up front has to be me or uglier. That's right. it. That's the rule. Me or uglier up front. Hot That's people hard. all get the back row. I don't want hot. I do I not agree. want hot chicks in the front row. Get the fuck out of here because they got to make it about them. Yes, this fucking lady. I was doing an outside show. She wouldn't shut the fuck up. I said, you know. And the I go, can you stop? People are, you know. I go. I, I go. You're gonna have. You're gonna have to leave. She goes. I like to see you make me leave. I go. That's true. I don't have a forklift. And then she fucking. Fucking left because I attacked her fucking disgustingness. It's always the hot girls too that fucking want that attention. Why is that though? Why is why the hot girls? Because fuck, I mean, you're, you're gorgeous. You get the bang. You get guys buying your shit. There's so much that goes along with being a hot girl. Can't, everybody wants what they can't have. They're, those girls are are you know they're hot, but they want to be known for other things. Like the worst things in the world are rich people who pretend to be poor. And hot people who pretend they have something to say. Yes. A hundred words, too. Also, too, the hot people have have always had the attention on them. But when you're on stage, the focus is on you and they can't handle not having that attention. It's right. It's pure fucking narcissism and fuck them. All right. I'll, I'll hang, on, hang on one second. Hey, uh, Mush. Uh, put Tom McLaughlin in timeout for five minutes. He used an emoji, just an emoji. I don't like that. What is he doing? <laughs> what is this guy doing? I, I just, I'm just, I don't, I, he wants to bust balls. So I want to bust balls back, have a little fun. Put him in timeout again. Goodbye. Jeez, you want to bust balls back? What are you, my uncle? Jesus. Hey, you bust balls. Ugh. You stink. Are you talking to me? <laughs> are you talking to me? What is, what is this? Good fellas? <laughs> Are you talking? You know what? Fucking kick Voss out too. No, I don't no, like no, him. No, no. Kick him out. Did you Bush, see kick him out? Did you see special victims? Bush, kick, 
No, don't bring up fucking fun facts, cocksucker. <laughs> I can't believe you just went, no, no, like I was going to really kick you out. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I think kicked out of so many places. <laughs> hey, Tim, um, Tim, how do you like Austin? The city is a, a dump and it's shit and it's full of uh, blue haired uh, people. But the surrounding area is nice. Like the air, the, the, if you, I'm 30 minutes out. It's nice, you know. Like, but the city of Austin itself has always sucked. They think they're cool. They're not. The audiences are cool kids. They all work in tech. They've all got a lot of money. Uh, they suck. Um, but I mean, the outskirts are nice, and it's a lot less money to live here in terms of taxes in New York and LA. And you know, Joe's opening a club, and you know, we hope that. You know that 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 should be a really cool, and uh, you know we're just we hope that good things happen. When he opens his club, what if he asks you to send a tape? Would you be pissed off? No, because at the end of the day, it's like he's done enough for me that I, and, and whenever he decides to stop doing, I I will go. That's fine. Hey, so That's Tim, fine. if if Ryan Reese opened a club somewhere, would you follow him? <laughs> no, but there's a big difference between both of those guys. If you yes, Google sir. them. If you Google them, there's actually a – you can actually go to Forbes. You don't have to Google them. And, you probably get a, and I like Ryan Reese, but I wouldn't I wouldn't follow him. It's a fucking weird thing. It's a goddamn weird thing. This comedy shit has yeah. been twisted. So – and the last year is so fucking weird right now that Austin is going to be a comedy hotspot. Yeah, it might be. Why not? I, it's got to be. I mean, the creek's well, the there. Creek, I went to see Rebecca at the creek the other day. Right. She's doing good and they're going to get that place up and running and it's, it's up. Helium's it's open. It's a drunk city. That's the only thing I kind of not love about it. It's like kind of tra- like drunk, like everyone's drunk all the time. And But you don't, you don't drink, right? I don't drink at all. Yeah. But that's why it's annoying. It's a little annoying. You're uh, you don't smoke pot either. Do you? Oh, sober 11 years. 11. Good for you. Are you sober? Yeah, I'm sober. But you're not you're not in program or anything, right? I was in the program. I don't I'm not in the program as actively now, but I was, yeah. Oh, that's weird. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, no, no drugs or nothing, huh? An occasional cigarette, but uh, I mean I'll smoke cigarettes and then quit for three months and then go back for a month and then quit. But I don't uh I don't do any drugs or drinking. No I cocaine. Aspirin. I, I won't take no cocaine, Bobby. Yeah, everything but cocaine. That's a good question. Yeah, oh, that's, that's everything good. except cocaine. <laughs> no, everything except fentanyl. I, I'm sober except I, for fentanyl. I always, I always, I always attributed your energy for, to to some type of cocaine or. Oh no, I just I'm, I'm manic, but uh, like Rogan said, he goes, "You're sober, but you don't seem it." And he goes, "That yes. you know, you seem like a dude who's not sober." Yeah. <clears throat> I, I agree with that. I always thought you were on something. I'm, that makes me happy that you don't I do fucking for Rich at a NA special. He did. Yeah. I, I, I when I shot I my special, he would, yeah. and you could hear his voice. That uh, special was shot three years ago. Uh, you know who bought it so far? No one. And no. it was so much fucking fun. It was an amazing time. Amazing special. Anytime you do, and you know those Bobbies yeah. when you're doing twelve step conventions or. It's yep. just such a great audience. They're all doing them next week. Right. I'm doing them Wednesday, and I think Sunday I'm doing a yeah. a couple of them. Yeah, they're great, but it sucks when you get heckled at those because it's from some fucking you really can't smash the guy back or I'll fucking use. You know what I mean? I was at a, I was doing a rehab once, and uh, one comic was up doing so bad. 
uh, the what two two people in the audience got up to leave, and literally the counselor said, "If you walk out of that chair, you're going back to jail." And they went, "Whatever." So that's how you know the act is not hitting. The guys went, "I'll just go back to jail right now." And I'm listening to the rest of this schmuck talk about his brother. Oh shit! And so we, I did a a big convention in Palm Springs, the and I brought, I, I, brought, I brought this comic from L.A. to open. And we walked through the pool area and everything, yeah. and it looked like a prison yard. I mean, there were fucking swastika tattoos, gang tattoos, guys with teardrops, but they're trying to get clean. And the guy I brought to open said, I don't think I'm going to be right for this and drove back to L.A. Really? And what a pussy. They, first of all, they were the best fucking the best. crowd. They're the, the best. It's it's the second biggest convention in the world. The best. Yeah, uh-huh. the best cr- I had no idea when you started comedy, but the best crowds are people who can't legally see their children. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what can you say to somebody that's, that's right? You know, you know, there's and them. Nothing's too dark. Yeah, cynical, dark humor. They love to laugh, and they're great crowds. They're like every ingredient of a crowd, and they're smart yeah. enough that they're trying to get sober. So they're smart enough to realize it, like. Things weren't working. And also, too, at a 12-step convention, you're not doing a check spot or no one's sitting around fucking ordering, you know, a Mai Tai or something. Right. They're just, they're, fucking, yeah, they're, they're fucking excited to yeah. have entertainment because they have nothing. It's like it's like when you perform for the troops overseas. Right. Those are like the, some of the best shows I ever did because they, were, they haven't seen shit. They haven't even watched TV in eight months. And now they're, you know, got some asshole telling dick jokes. <laughs> but I, was over, I was over there with Colin. I remember we were at the uh, Iraq airport. <laughs> and so we're during, the Iraq airport. We're at the Iraq airport during the day. And someone, Colin was on stage kind of taking a hot one. And then there was a, there was like a mortar attack. And I was like, that's a, that's a bomb during a bomb. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah. Wait. We should do a fucking. Uh, we should do a uh, the next big uh, icky pa. Wait, where is that? Where is that? Is that? I don't think they're doing any of those. Oh, Rich, I, didn't you tell me you bid on World once? Isn't World like the biggest convention? I'll yeah. tell Ben once. World, can you tell us what World is? It's like the biggest convention. Well, I I never I've been to World. I never performed at World. Yeah. World is. It's okay. The one in Palm Springs I did is the second biggest. It's probably about five thousand people. World might be about twenty thousand. I think. I don't. I mean, there people are flying in from places yeah. that barely speak English. Right. You know, they see people with shoes and they're amazed. These right. people are coming in from all over the fucking and the like. It the the main speaker meeting. I went to the main speaker meeting at World. It was fucking insane. It's when World was in Baltimore. I, I went there. It's, what did they do just, it in an arena? Did they do it in like an arena or something? Yeah, it was gigantic. It, Who yeah. was the comic that year? I think they had Rita Rudner. That that's a good pick. Yeah. Uh, I think <laughs> that was <laughs> there. You go. Let, 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 let's get somebody that looks like somebody that everybody robbed to get high. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I mean they. See the the guy that used you to read a run is funny. I think she's a great joke writer. Yes, I think she's one of the best joke writers. 
you're hands down. But when you're when you're dealing with a fucking audience that used to put fucking guns to people's heads, I don't think a fucking wedding dress is going to win them over. I don't know. I I, I think she's great. But there's certain it's a certain type of comic. I did an NA convention in New York and this uh, AA comic who's great went up and it didn't cut it because these people. The, I mean, they're who's the perfect different. comic for that, like a Cat Williams. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Cat would kill at one of those. Murder, Cat would, right? Cat's funny to begin with. He's uh, amazing. You know, anybody. Cat's funny, time. but the way, he, the way he sweats, I yeah. just I just wish he would put an AC or something yeah. on stage, because when it's like the 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 amount of sweat that happens yeah. during Cat's performance, or maybe not wear a suit, you know, yeah. maybe not wear maybe wear something a little lighter, or just have five Every, guys from the Nation of Islam fan yeah. something, <laughs> you know, guys like Alonzo Bowden kills in those, right, right. Uh, you know, you would kill, I kill, Bobby would slaughter. You know, if you got Jessica Kirsten would be great. Well, no, the thing is, I got I got 35 years clean. Plus, right. I grew up in that environment and right. I was a, I was a crack addict. So there's right. so many different connections. Right. I yeah. think it's somebody that has to be in the program if they're not like a Cat Williams or a, or, or a Deal Ugly, maybe yeah, somebody's gotta have experience, you know. You and 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 you got to speak the language of of a drug addict. You know, what I mean, an ex drug addict. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, yeah but you know, I did were those gigs. Some of the best gigs I did were AANA conventions, and uh, I started out just doing rehab shows, and then I got convention work. And some of them are the most fun. They put you up. You go to some meetings. You know, you do the comedy show. Everybody knows you as a comedian. It's really cool. Mike DiStefano killed it, though. He's the guy. He was that, Mike, that was, was the, the guy. In my the head, guy. I, I, I didn't yeah. have in my head. Yeah. Mike DiStefano was. He killed. Uh, I watched that Fanny's Last Ride thing again the other night. I mean, that guy. Have you ever seen that? Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, he was amazing. Who? My, yeah, he was a funny fucking. We did this. Mike put a special together with me, Bobby, and Norton. And it was called uh, Comics and, and Bonnie, Office. your wife. No, she wasn't on. It was us. Oh, four. she was there. She was there. Sorry, sorry. And sorry. the thing is, he put it together. Uh, you know, Bobby, me, Norton, and him. We all have different addictions, and but we're all ex drug addicts. And Comedy Central aired it once or twice late at night. They fucking buried it, and it was so fucking good. And, and yeah, but you know, that's what they do with everything, though. Their whole mo is once or twice, and then they bury it, and they do another brand new one next week. And then if you ever get convicted of rape or a felony, they play it 9,000 times a day. Or if you, if you, if you, if you say you were in the fucking tower, uh, (laughs) he came clean with that. What's that? He came clean with that. I I met him at the stress factory. He was a nice guy. He's He's a really sweet guy. I met him at the stress factory. He was such a nice guy. We talked golf. And then in fairness, it's an easy mistake to make. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> i remember when i was at when i when i was uh in hawaii during during pearl harbor <laughs> that's an easy mistake how do you uh, how do you that must suck though to get get caught in that lie and then have it get picked up 
and then you just got to roll with it. I you mean, see, man, I, I as an L.A. comic, I can't really judge anyone. And that's because most of my uh, <laughs> colleagues are going to be judged very soon by juries. You know, <laughs> I just <laughs> love and light. I wish everyone well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, you would have before you moved there. You would have smashed him for a half an hour. But he is a good guy. He is a nice guy. Like, yeah, and he's funny. I watched I, him for like fifteen minutes. He's a funny fucking dude. That's what the problem is, Voss. Is that New York comics smash each other? Like you coming in here, fucking guns blazing for me. The no. guy who invited, shut your face and let me finish. Okay, <laughs> when. Sorry. When L.A. comics, they uh, they don't do that to each other. They fucking treat each other right. Oh, well, I don't know about that. I wouldn't say treat each other right. L.A. is just more, more like uh, people are every friendship in L.A. is completely created and fake. That's the difference. So like at New York, there's some reality. No, I'm being that serious. And I don't really care anymore because we have enough money to kind of be honest. But every uh, every doesn't really exist. It's like no one really likes each other there. It's just people see each other and it's like, like but, we've never yeah. had a barbecue. I've never been to a barbecue with like Joe, Tom, Bert. Like I never once have been to like a, like Bobby, I was at like four barbecues at your house in the span of one year. I've never been to a barbecue with all those guys in LA. Like I just, that's the reality. Like there's just no, none of that. I think you hit it. Is that you have enough money right now to be honest. We were honest and we had no money. Yes. Waited. <laughs> That was stupid. <laughs> yeah. that, that that I think is the dumb part. I think yeah. we should have waited yeah. until we got a little money, and yeah. then we could open up our stupid traps. We let you know back in the day we let tough crowd O and A and all that shit go to our heads, and that stuff was fucking erased like that. And all of a sudden we're fucking scrambling, you know, just hoping Red Eye comes back. I would love Red Eye to come back. <laughs> no, I'm- the best thing, and I told but me and Bonnie said the best thing is they would give you a car afterwards for wherever you wanted to go. Yeah. I used to take it back to Long Island. I didn't even have to go to Long Island. I just wanted to sit in a nice car for an hour. <laughs> and they, I, I actually took the car back. I live, I lived on Forty Seventh Street. Yeah, and it was I took it was two blocks away. I would still have them pick me up and drop me off. It's fun. It's like security. You feel like you're like an important person. I was doing uh, I was doing the other one, Joy Behar, and they sent me a car. And I go, can I just have the car money and I'll drive myself? Because it was like three. They're spending three over three hundred bucks for a car. Who the fuck asked for the money for I a just, car? I just asked him to use the car to hit Joy Behar. I said, I'll walk home, <laughs> and you hit Joy with the car. <laughs> All those shows. I, well, listen, Tim. I'm glad that we fucking got you on. I was a little sad last night. Uh, Wi-Fi was fucked. Ben will be back me up on that. Yeah, the Wi-Fi's been bad here. We're in Hill Country, Bobby. I I'm cool. I believe you. And then I said, call me, and you never called me back. Well, then I stayed up. Get baked. I, we went to get baked oysters, Bobby. I stayed up till three in the morning. It's cool. Don't worry about it. I made my kids stay up with me. I said, Tim's calling. <laughs> we have to stay up. So we watched Shit's Creek until three in the morning. It's okay. Uh, but. Uh, you know, and then my kid was like, "Can I go to bed now, Daddy?" And I was like, "Yeah, okay. I guess he's not calling." And well, uh, I apologize. I apologize. It's all right. I'm glad it's- you're not a f- fucking. Uh, you're not a uh, with all the money. I should see you guys soon, right? Because the stands open. I can come and like I can come. Like the things are happening. Yes, things yeah. are back. I'm getting vaccinated yeah. next week. Yeah, just don't come when I'm on the show at the cellar. I don't want to get bumped by you. 
I'm not getting stop. I don't even work there, but I'll come say hello. You don't work the cellar. I don't work the cellar. I didn't get past. You didn't like me. How fucking funny is that? It was the best thing that ever happened to me because then I went to LA and it like things worked out. But it was in hindsight, I want to tell her thank you. Would you? But you'd work the cellar now, right? I wouldn't audition, but if they asked me, if they asked me to do it, I would do it. All right, let's make but, that happen. Yeah, I mean, but I and I listen. I didn't have the best set. She wasn't wrong either. I would never say she was wrong. She she did the right thing by not passing me. But then I started this podcast, and that actually was a really good thing. But like, I would never say she was wrong. She was not wrong. I I chose an age joke to open with mistake, and uh, you know it was it was not the best set. So she was right. No ill will. And I love Noam. I love the seller. What was the age joke? I said, like, if I had AIDS, it wouldn't even be in the top 10 things killing me. I was like, if people worry about gay guys having AIDS. And I said, you know, if I had AIDS, I'd walk in the doctor and go, hey, the good news is you have AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but the audience is like, is he really gay? Is he gay bashing? Yeah. Why is he talking about AIDS? It was the total wrong thing to do. And then this, uh, this uh, Israeli woman's in the back staring at me. I'm like, yeah, yeah, this was wrong. I was <laughs> I said we watch so many shows on Bravo. My TV has AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I I, I want to see both of you guys. So hopefully, shit's yes. up in New York. Hey, listen, I hopefully I didn't. I hopefully that you I didn't come on and you had tons of things to talk about and I fucked it up for you guys. No, I want no, I want no, it now. Not at all. You 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 you, uh, you came on and you. I mean, I was really fucking. It was pretty mediocre until you came on. I mean, I mean me and Bobby would have talked about veal yeah. for seventeen minutes. Yeah, but we were talking about food, and I actually went to his co-host over there for a minute because I. I mean, I didn't yeah. know what else to fucking go with him. I was talking to him. I mean, he's as boring as you get too. But yeah. Uh, uh, you know, I was like, I was at the end of my rope until you came in. You fucking cunt! I just hey, didn't know you were going to throw me under the bus. You livened it up. Do you like our new lighting in in our podcast room? Can you tell the lighting is better? You look great. The I love that you got a blanket from Walmart to hang on the back. Yeah, there you go. I love you it. Know, it looks is- great. You look fantastic. See how that works, Voss? You look fantastic. Well, Bonnie bought the lights. We're going to have the cameras come in. I mean, it's only we've only been a, a podcast for about eight years, but now we're yeah, going to. We're really picking it up over here on the East. I don't know if you know that, Tim. I'm in a shed. He's got a blanket on the wall. We're fucking working this out. So I don't know what you've got going on, but if I'm there's pumped, any room in Austin. I'm pumped. You know, I just I'm, I'm here for the MMA community and uh, I'm a fighter and I believe in fighting. And uh, that's what I like. So. Yeah. I I actually I am I actually been telling people that you're not gay. It's all a scam. Everyone says that. I think it's very funny, but it's it. I mean, my wife gets offended at that, and my children <laughs> in Paramus are quite offended by it because they don't want the. I hope your wife. I w- be great if you were married to Jessica. You guys would just hope <laughs> it was a scam. By, by the way, that would be we'd be the most popular couple in AA, and no one would get any donuts. <laughs> I don't know if you're gay, but I think you're thrilled. Uh, <laughs> I think your producer's gay. I think that's a sham. You know, uh, the sad thing: had, the gay like, community would love that to be the case, but that's not the case. They'd love her to be gay. Every, does your producer get extra money if he shows any emotion? 
Does he ever, <laughs> never, <laughs> you ever throw him a bonus? For fucking Jesus, I mean, Jesus, people, they're sociopaths, you know. What is, I mean, is he producing the show? Or is he buying Bitcoin during the show? What the <laughs> fuck? Is this? Wait, I, I've, I've hung out with more exciting tumors. I mean, Jesus Christ! Oh my God! He's like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Well, his job is to be interesting, and my job is to sit here and have people want to fuck me. And that's he's like, that's he's like every it. he's like every opener in Minneapolis. This fucking guy, his energy is terrible. Minneapolis. to New York for Minneapolis. <laughs> we'll get you on at uh, two o'clock tonight. All right, listen, we're gonna, I got an extra uh, 10 minutes that we do right now. Can you stay for 10 minutes and just That's go over some course. news topics? Of course. All right, real quick, Voss, can you stay for 10 minutes? Yeah, what else am I going to fucking do? I don't, uh, dude, I don't know. We're fucking finished. It's over. We had our shot. It didn't work out. Tim's I'm the new guy. Great. What are you kidding me? I, what are you doing great? What are you talking about? I got an acre of property. I'm doing fucking landscaping videos. Oh, my God. What? What? Where did Bobby go? <laughs> Bobby left his own fucking podcast. Now we're going to start to get some numbers. <laughs> uh, real quick. Oh, okay. uh, call me, we have call some me. names to read. Bobby, we have some names to read. Will you read these names with me, Voss? No. Call me yeah, after. No, you read these names with me. Help me. Help you. Do, yes. You know help me. No, okay. I'm going to read the names, but you do the $10 ones. All right. And you got to do something extra for the $10 ones, whatever. Okay. All right. James so. DeGamamo. Natalie622. Hi, Natalie. That's one of my favorite names. We got uh, Joe Sutton, ENT. Is Australia the same five bucks? Is that the same type of money? Uh, Mick Myers, Max Connex. There you go, right there. That's you, Voss. Uh, I can't see. Hold on. Vincent. Oh, just old. I can't. It's too small. Hold on. Just Dagostina. And I got Vincent Dagostina. Yeah. <laughs> the guy from the FBI. <laughs> How did you spit? <laughs> My God. <laughs> Will, Will O'Sullivan Bell Penn from Texas. What's up, buddy? Brian Bain. All right, here's you right here. This is it right here. Which one? Uh, <laughs> what's your name, Mike? It's uh, Gellinappen. What is it? Gellinappen. Yeah. Christ. Hunter, Monty Willis. Uh, and then here you go. There's another one for you. Read it. Read it. The last three are all you. Can't see any of them. St Stephen oh. Pomeroy. 10, 10, 10, <laughs> April 2nd, <laughs> April 4th, April 4th. Now read their names. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Thomas McLaughlin. Okay. You got to do something for them. Oh, Jesus. 
Santa Myers. I broke my glasses for him. Did you? <laughs> Hold on. Yes. That was. <laughs> Read the names, Mush. What are the names? Read them. Mush, where did Mush go? <laughs> where, where are the names? Sorry. No, I, I, I didn't think by accident. No, 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 that was the last three. Thomas Palmer. Did, did he read them? Yeah, well, I read them. Stephen Pomeroy, Thomas McLaughlin, Shanda Myers. Shanda Myers, thanks, you guys. I want to thank all the new Patreon members. We got a bunch of new members uh, this month of April, uh, all the ones that stayed. We have a great month ahead of us. We got Andrew Schultz coming up. Uh, we got a, I got a bunch of other special guests coming in May. I'm trying to get uh, some really great guests on. Of course, uh, Rich Voss, uh, always funny, even though you fucking come in and you trash me out of the fucking gate. You, first of all, two things. Yeah, yeah two things. It's always two things with you. It's never just one. Two things. One, this weekend, Friday and Saturday, I'll be at the Atlantic City Comedy Club at the Claridge Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City. And right. the second thing is I waited in the waiting room for too long. And I'm too, and that's why I came in a little hot because I was in there for like five minutes just sitting, listening to you. Oh, talking. I'm sorry. Listen, it, you know, look, I love uh, I love Tim. He's one of my favorite people. Like I said, yeah. I told him at the beginning when I wrote my pilot with uh, Serpico and those guys, Tim was, uh, you know, he, had, I was like, I want to work with this guy. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> uh, well, let's do your dates real quick. <laughs> I can't, you know, it's like, this is why nobody from fucking New York, we're just mean to each other. It's mean. This is why it's just a mean fucking bunch of cunts. <laughs> uh, this week, you will be in the Chicago area, Thursday, April 8th, McHenry, Illinois, McHenry Indoor Theater, Friday, April 9th, Chicago, Illinois, at the Laugh Factory, yep. Saturday, April 10th, Lombard, Illinois, Afterlife Music Hall. Then after that, Sunday, April 18th, Jim Thorpe, Pennsylvania, at the Mock Chunk Opera House, Saturday, April 24th, Lincoln, Nebraska at the Royal Grove Theater. Saturday, May 1st, Newton, Pennsylvania at the Newton Theater. Uh, Saturday, May 15th, East Brunswick, New Jersey at the East Brunswick Square Mall. Uh, Saturday, June 12th, Napanock, New York at the Paper Mill. And then uh, Friday, June 25th to June 26th, Albany, New York at the Albany Funny Bone. Guys, I want to thank everybody for coming in here. I want you to make sure you go to uh, comicwearables.com. We got the Calter and Kelly shirt. We got the new Robert Kelly squiggly face and the YKWD. Uh, we're going to be getting a jerk off party thing very soon. Uh, all you guys are in, in here. Uh, even Tom McLa McLaughlin. Uh, Saturday nights, we have the jerk off party, the JOP party. We invite all of you Patreon people. Come on in, hang out. We shoot the shit. We bust balls. We talk over each other. And then everybody tells you to shut the fuck up. Make sure you get hotel information next week. Yes, Joel. I will send out my hotel information. Joel actually called me in the hotel, uh, which was very fucking fat JC motherfuckers. Uh, I want to thank Tim Dillon for jumping on today. Sorry about last night. 
it was beyond my control and uh and uh, don't invite that dick uh well what am i gonna do he's a fucking patreon member how do we not fucking invite him i mean what am i supposed to say you can't come in i'd love for her to see his face wouldn't that be great see his fucking face see who he really is come on guys you know that'd be fucking great i bet he's fucking flawless i bet he's a flawless looking human being <laughs> Melissa, do you really think that guy's going to come in and turn his camera on and let us know who he really is? Are you fucking crazy? Come on. He's not going to come in, but you give him the invite anyways. It's what you got to do. Um, all right. There we go. I mean, we let a guy sit in the dark drinking his underwear and just fucking scream over everybody every week. Why not invite fucking Tom fucking Cacoffin, whatever his goddamn. I bet he's. <laughs> Whoever the fuck he is. It's Kevin Brennan. If it's Kevin Brennan, there's no way Kevin would come in and spend <clears throat> an hour and a half <clears throat> uh, listening to a podcast. I hope not. Kevin's too too much of a funny stand-up comedian to, uh, to, to do that, I would think, right? Maybe write some jokes or something. Spend some time with your kids. Speaking of that, I'm going to be uh, – I got to wrap this up right now. Mike V. Suarez, where are you this weekend? Uh, I'm going to be going to the Cricket in the Caves this weekend. And uh, that's really Cheers. it. Saying hey to Rebecca, see what's going on there. And I should be back in New York pretty soon as well. Um, oh, and I'm going to try to bug Tim to see if I can get on his show in June here. In I saw Tokyo. you sneak that in. I, look at my – we're trying <laughs> – Ladybugs are getting, getting the, the Patreon uh, fucking <laughs> – trying to get this show up. As soon as we get up there, baby, huh? You won't have to open for anybody, Mush. That'd be awesome. You just do your own thing. How's that? Oh, that'd be amazing. Yeah, but uh, but it's, yeah, but these last cool three that- weeks have been great. Like all thanks to you, Bobby, you helping me out with uh, Big J, work doing you with uh, South Carolina, and this last weekend with Giannis. So yeah, it felt really good to be back up regularly yeah. again. Don't forget Shane. Uh, yeah, yeah, Shane and Rachel last month uh, in January. Okay. I mean. I'm kidding. Uh, what's this guy saying now? I'm not hiding my identity. I'm like Bobby Kelly. If given the opportunity, I'll slap it right on a logo and little boards of meat. <laughs> Doesn't make sense. I'm like Bobby Kelly. If given that opportunity, <laughs> <Tyler Borhead>. Okay. <laughs> you are hiding your identity, dummy. You got a dumb name with a stupid logo. Okay. Uh, it might actually be his name, Tom McLaughlin. How do we do? How do we get it on my name on meat? I would love to get it on meat. <laughs> be a great idea, wouldn't it? <laughs> like just a, like a little ham or something. Maybe a, a fucking soprasada. Sort of um, YKWD cold cuts. Yeah, like a like a, a YKWD soprasada. Maybe uh, we'll we'll mix it with the cheese show. Right? Oh yeah. Oh my god, that's perfect. Yeah, the cheese show and the YKWD. Yeah, this guy stinks. Fuck <laughs> me and you and, should start oh, doing a, a a meat show. <laughs> look at uh you know what? Boot him again just for the last couple minutes. Boot <laughs> hey, him again. Fucking you later, Tom. Go fuck your mother. How's that? You fucking piece of shit. Ah, fuck you, Tom. Ah, you stink. <laughs> Fucking idiot. What a pussy. <laughs> oh, does it take all his chats out if you fucking put him in jail? For five minutes, yeah. <laughs> we should wait till four. 
Let's wait till 4.59 and then end the podcast, right, when he gets to come back in. He has been a good sport. He hasn't cried about being put in time, time out like the other people where have. So, Oh, uh, well, uh, we, we don't put people in time out, do we? Not very yeah. often, but a couple of times it has in the past, so people usually got mad right away and would quit. <laughs> so. Oh, they quit when they get put in time out? A couple of them did. They just got, but they were being like real shitty. Like this guy's trying to be funny. Those guys were just being dicks. Yeah. Hey, what are you gonna do? So, hey, if cool. The, if the ladybugs don't like them, I don't fucking like them. So how's that? <laughs> um, all right, that's it. Tomorrow we got Calter and Kelly. We're going a little early tomorrow because I got to be somewhere at five. So uh, we'll talk to you guys then. Uh, Mike's. Oh, geez, Mike just sent me something. Rich Voss is calling me for some reason. <laughs> This is a fucking nightmare. We'll see you guys. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. Make sure you subscribe. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the like button. Leave a comment. Um, we need you guys to be able to uh, help the show get more popular. You guys are killing it, by the way. Um, every week we get more subscribers on YouTube. We get more pa- uh, Patreon members. Sorry. <laughs> I want to thank uh, <clears throat> Pillow Cube fucking greatest pillow ever saved my life and saved my fucking neck i'm a side sleeper and it's the greatest pillow ever i believe if you guys want to use uh, i got a code for you guys if you want to get a pillow cube uh i don't know if you want one but i got a goddamn code for you if you want to use it you you want to use it mush pillow cube right here ready you ready yeah here it is rk10 is the code you get a percentage off when you buy one of the pillow cubes, RK10, make sure you use that and you get a nice little fucking dinger off when you use it. Uh, and Bear Mountain Maple Maple Farms, uh, the best maple syrup ever. Uh, my good pal owns that, so make sure you check them out. Sponsoring the show, being a part of it, and uh, and uh, and listening every week. So thank you so much, uh, Lou, uh, Scruffy Bones, Melissa, Greg. Sarah, fucking Chris, Fat JC, we got fucking uh, Joel. I mean, all you guys, all you cocksuckers, Scruffy Bones, Scruffy, uh, Chris. Uh, I mean, I, I, you guys are the best. So we'll see you guys, Herbs and Turbs. We'll see you guys uh, this weekend and uh, in Chicago. I better see you, uh, Sarah, this weekend. Come say hi. Uh, and that's about it. We'll see you guys next week on You Know What, dude? Later. Listening to YKWD podcast. Thanks for listening. Now go back to your shitty jobs. Shitty jobs. Shitty jobs.